Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Andy Molitor. And as will be kind of the plan for the next couple of weeks here, it's Hump Day with Felica. We're going to talk a little golf, maybe some tennis, even a little football. How are we doing, Mr. Felica? We're, we're, we're good. I, I was joking with, with producer Dan yesterday that uh, we were on for today as long as uh, Igis Fiatek so it, it advanced last night. You know, I thought I was going to check back in the room. I felt like an extended member of the Fiatek family with the uh, the amount I had at stake uh, with her to win her quarter, uh, reach the final, uh, name the finalists again with her and Bar. Yeah, it, it was a uh, it, it was a, a more of a sweat than I hoped it would be. But once we got that second break in the uh, third set, we were able to. Exhale a bit. So, so we'll see if she can run it back one more time tonight against Danielle Collins. The good thing now is I, I can basically name my profit. So uh, she got all, all, all I really needed her to do was to get here to ensure myself a pretty good uh, day. So uh, we're, we're there. And the, the, the interesting thing is the other match tonight. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to give Collins a, a big chance in that match today just because of uh, Sviatek playing the later match, three sets in the, in the middle of the heat. But I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if. Uh, if Matty Keys gave Ash Barty a little bit more of a uh, a run than some people might think. I mean, I saw the game total at 19 and a half, and uh, six four six four is it's a winner. Uh, if you go over 19 and a half, I know, I know Ash has been broken once in, in the tournament, but but Matty has a potential to have the power to be able to match her and maybe hit through her. So I'm, I might I might fool around a little bit with the over 19 and a half in that uh, second semi tonight between uh, Ash Barty and Matty Keys. Yeah, I like that look, and I didn't. I haven't played Madison Keys yet. A lot of the price looks just about right to me. Like you said, Barty hasn't been broken. I think hasn't has been broken just once. I think all season. We know once for this tournament, but I mean Madison Keys is doing something that is kind of above and beyond what we've seen from her, even for the last two years. Honestly, she is not just hitting the ball with power, but getting a lot of accuracy, getting herself in good space. Her footwork actually looks really good. So I like that look quite a bit. And. Yeah, I um, kind of quit after the first set there when I decided to go to bed and, and wake up and see, for better or for worse, what happened. And uh, I guess she worked it all out there. It was I can't tell with some of these players. She complained a little bit about maybe being a struggle against Kirstea, and I was worried that maybe it would kind of fall apart there. But I wonder if that ends up being a rallying moment, honestly. It, it, it could be. I mean, the amazing thing was 11 double faults in the match. Like, her serve was, was a complete mess for Mason uh, the entire first half and for first half, first set, and then a good part of the second set, and then finally in that tie break, uh, she finally woke up. And then it was something weird, like I, I guess after she kind of threw the racket, she uh, had to get a couple of rackets restrung to a different tension, and like they never made it back out. So it was kind of weird the, the whole the whole racket deal. But you're right. I mean, the fact that she kind of got through that, you, you guys know, is a big favorite in a, in a big in a sport like that when you're expected to win over someone who had never been there. It, there was a lot of pressure on her, and she, she certainly played like it for a, a good part of the match. Even that the, the the game where she had a she was up five two in the third and had an opportunity to close it out there and uh, double fault to twice. It was just a debacle that she broke Kanepi uh, on her serve to, to seal it out. But yeah, it should be a uh, should be a good night. Five two is a bit of a running joke with us for many Uh-oh. years, Alex. Like it's it's like the two zero lead in hockey. Like only in WTA though, men's it seems fine. In the WTA, there were so many instances like somebody joked about it, and then it just happened a bunch, so it stuck with us. Five two was a dangerous lead, and we are now now that uh, you know now that Kerchikova's out, I can I can definitely cheer for Keys. 
our guy Brinson, who I have no idea who told him to bet this, but he has a big old <laughs> keys future. So I'll challenge wow. you for him to at least get get that one. That's at least final. triple digits. That's yeah, that's an easy one to hedge out of if she if she does uh, upset Barty here, and then uh, the other match should be really good. I'm excited to see what time. it looks like. It's a 4 a.m. match, so it's probably a get up early kind of match, not a stay up late. Please, you know what the I'm good thing is for, for me. I don't want to. Get, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to Vegas basically this afternoon. Basically, as soon as we're done taping, kind of just getting ready in my afternoon flight for my uh, NHC horse racing contest. So uh, that'll be 1 a.m. Vegas. So that'll be uh, that'll be right in the wheel. I'll land at 10:30 Vegas time. By the time I get to the hotel, 11:15, 11:30. So that'll be right in the wheel. I just stay up and watch that puppy. Excellent nightcap. Want to run down to the sports book, find something silly. Yeah, they're still getting better at tennis in Vegas. It's a little more popular for sure um obviously an exciting weekend in tennis we had a really end of the excitement drew again drew just kind of nailed that when he talked about the football weekend last weekend he said it's going to be just this gradual build-up he's like as far as how i he said this before the games and that's he, he nailed that as far as how the game's excitement level would be and they all ended up in walk-offs which is something wild in itself but i'm i'm a lot more excited about the game with the bigger spread this weekend because I think it could be a fun shootout if it turns out that way. I haven't made either. I haven't bet either way yet. I'm tempted by, you know, I think if you do bet the Bengals, I think there's probably some money line you'd want to be poking on there too if they're just going to be this annoying team that's going to beat everyone with this <laughs> offense that doesn't, doesn't matter. Offensive line stinks? Who cares? We're just going to – the times where Joe's upright, we're going to throw a touchdown, so whatever. But uh, I haven't placed any bets. Do you have any action? Do you have any futures live yet, Chris? Yeah, I do. I'm actually I'm in a great position uh, here. I fooled around with uh, some of the uh, Super Bowl matchup uh, name the finalist type deals, and uh, I basically I tossed Tennessee and I tossed Dallas, and I basically played a bunch, just kind of wheeling the the 49ers with with some with some teams and wheeling like the Chiefs and 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 Buffalo. So I, I got I got a, a Chiefs Rams at like plus. 20 to 21 to one or something like that. And I got a chiefs Niners at like plus 3,700. So I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm loving that. Um, and then uh, your, your t-shirt it's a solid plug. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is a big, when I was out and out there for the PAC 12 championship game, I went over there and played some of those cross board parlays with using uh, Alabama and Georgia to win the college football title. A um, bunch of teams to win the Super Bowl, two of which are the 49ers and the Chiefs. So I'm rooting for both of those <laughs> hard. So as long as one of those teams wins the Super Bowl, uh, I'm going to be alive to eight golfers uh, in Augusta to, to win the Masters oh, for, a, for a nice little score. So uh, if the 49ers and, uh, and Chiefs can win this on, on Sunday, that'll that'll take a great sweat out of my life on, uh, on what Sunday, uh, February 13th, whoever the heck it is. I'd love to see some of these tickets. We got to get some pictures of those. Those sound pretty fantastic. You got golfers attached to football teams. I mean, the dr- I'd love it's to just a, a summary of that. Was great, the web that you just laid out. Well done. Yeah, I <laughs> so thought you were going to stop at like wanna, Georgia um, and Chiefs. We, we wanna, yeah. Let's fold it up a little bit so I don't get my uh, my my number on there. But we got a little. Uh, that's Morikawa, Georgia. And uh, and the Chiefs, right? That's a that, that's one right there. That's a five. That's awesome. Uh, we we got a um, we got we we got Morikawa. We got Scheffler. We we got we got Rom. 
So we're we're in, we're in a pretty good shape here. Yeah, that's got... the one I'm curious about. What what is the odds on the Rom ticket? Well, Georgia Rom and the Chiefs comes out to hundred and no. I think any, <laughs> anything big would be just yeah. It, it, it's a, it's over. It, it's like twelve hundred to one. If you, if you can, yeah, if you can go into it's early. I was up late. Let me, uh, right. let, me, yeah, let me make sure I'm, I'm doing my math right here. Well, I'm not. I want to make sure I'm not adding a zero. Regardless, yeah, 100, 130 to one. 130 to one. If you can go into the best, if you go into Augusta with the best golfer on the planet, essentially at like Luke List prices, <laughs> like you got to be pretty happy. Yeah, that's the great thing. I've got, got Rom, Morikawa, Finau, Spieth, Scheffler, um, Cam Smith, Cantley. Who's Cason? Can't can't playing so well too. Yeah. These are some great prop swap tickets, Andy. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're we're we're. I think the only guy I don't have that could potentially beat me is Shockley, but uh, that, that doesn't mean I can't just put a nice flat bet on him. Come out, come uh, come uh, <laughs> April if, if I am if I am alive. And, and you know the you know what the funny thing is, um, somehow whoever was punching the tickets punched the uh, the Chiefs, Cam Smith. Uh, Masters win twice, so that could be like like a camp if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and Cam Smith wins the uh, the Masters, that'll be uh, an all an all an all time. I have to go back out to Circa and give the uh, put a little extra in the uh, in the tip jar next time out. Yeah, that's a, that's a bonus vacation. <laughs> Hit the trifecta on that. I had no idea this is where this was gonna go. But I'm like, <laughs> get, get the, like, little did you know when you put the Circa T-shirt on this morning? Yeah, get the blood going. I'm gonna have to. I used to do more fun parlays like that. I didn't think of that with the Natty and the Super Bowl. I like that when I, I you know, our, our friend, we have a friend who does a lot of DFS, but a lot of his, his uh, golf outrights, he'll do that with too, where he'll mix it with a football side he really likes mm-hmm. or something along those lines. And all of a sudden you have the best golfer in the tournament who's chalk at like six to one. And instead of six to one, you have him at like 10 to one or 15 to one. And just, it makes it that much better if you can get a side in there too. Um, Golf is tricky this week because it yeah. starts in like 20 minutes. It does. It, it starts. I mean, it did leave a little time for tinkering this morning with my DFS. I left one and done alone, but but did you end up on any outrights for this? one? I, I have play, a couple. I, I, I didn't play any outright to win uh, just because I mean, it, it was hard. I thought about playing Max Homa uh, to win, but I did play him top 10, top 20. Uh, someone who being a California native, just, Loves the West Coast swing. One last year was it Riviera? Did he win? Uh, it was one of those events out there. But I think I think you're right. Yeah, T14 at Pebble, top 20s each of the last two years, um, out there at Tory. So he was someone I played top 10, top 20. I played Zalatoris top 10. He played great on the. I mean, everyone remembers the Masters last year because he was runner up there. But he he, he kind of let everyone put everyone on notice last year when he. When he finished second to Patty Reed out out here, and then um, well not not second but seventh to, to Patty Reed second to the Masters, getting myself confused. Sixty one last week, different course obviously, but but someone who should play well here. Finau, another guy, top ten, top twenty, um, hasn't been out of the top twenty here since two thousand sixteen. He was the runner up to, to Patrick Reed last year, and then Rom, 
uh, top 10. I mean, he, three, he's won, won on this course twice, including his first major, what, three or four straight top seven finishes in the event. I mean, it's not a sexy bet, but if it wins, it, uh, hey, it, it pays the pays the same. So I, I didn't get too crazy. I, I don't know why, and you're right. I don't know if it was because the tournament starting early, how great those NFL games were on Sunday. Like, I just couldn't get super fired up this week about really digging in and finding matchups. Like, like time just kind of snuck up on me. But I actually love what the PGA Tour did this week too. Like, why why play Sunday? Like, no one's no one's watching a, a California golf event at six o'clock or five o'clock in the afternoon up against the AFC and the NFC Championship games. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It, it stinks because, and that same thing with me. I like, I said, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some head-to-heads this next tournament. I'm like, I'm really gonna start digging into golf, and then all of a sudden you realize, like, oh man, it starts on Wednesday. I don't have enough time for this. I've got too much other stuff going on. I ended up with I, I took Homa Homa top twenty. Mm-hmm. I took uh, Morikawa, or excuse me, Matsuyama. I found some twenty-two, twenty-threes. And then I ended up taking a little on Patrick Reed. I think there's a little bit of a cog, like a, maybe a cognitive bias. People, oh, it's so hard to repeat. Like, it's not so hard to repeat. It's just so hard to win a golf tournament. Yeah. It's just hard to win any tournament. That's why it's so hard. It is so hard to repeat because it's hard to win any tournament. But just Patrick Reed at 50 to 1 kind of stuck out of me too. So I ended up on a couple, didn't do any outrights. Well, it sucks it's a pro am next week, but I, I do yeah. like to play. I like to play a few at Pebble, so I will. Uh, I'll be betting pretty heavily next week. I think that's kind of the the real start of golf for me. That's like the um. That's like the uh, the, the oh, it's so hard to beat a team three times in the in in the NFL or the whatever. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> then the, the numbers the the numbers indicated. So that's like the lazy narrative crutch this week. Like oh, watch watch out! It's hard hard for the 49ers to beat the Rams three straight three three times in a year. Oh, by the way, what if we won? six straight against him. So obviously it's not that hard. I mean, and, and I get the math probability. Like it's hard to do, like if you say it before the year, but the fact that they've already won the first two, that increases the, the chances that they'll, that they'll win again. Yeah. The people I, I get what you're saying there too. And it, it's just, it's hard to win three games in a row in the NFL against any teams. Yeah. Like that, that's where that comes from. It's, it has nothing to do with, Oh, it's the same team. No, it's, it's just hard to get wins in the NFL. It's hard to come out on top every week. So yeah, I, I throw that stuff out the window. I'm ex- where are you guys at with that game? What's that? Where are you guys at with that Rams Niners game? I think the Rams advance. I, I I ran some numbers on this. I have it a very close game. I I think the Rams move on more than likely. But if I had to bet a side, if there's a cheap three and a half, I probably would have to take the Niners. Their defense has played well. Just that offense. If if it looks like if it looks like it looked like against the Packers, they probably get blown out. You know, so may, maybe the the move is there to just you know take the Niners straight up, so you're not paying juice when they lose by thirty. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I was gonna say it feels like either a, in in a sense, in a weird way, it kind of feels like Alabama Georgia college football wise. Like yeah, Georgia just couldn't get over the hump, and then maybe finally. In the biggest stakes game uh, that they will have played, they um, they, they but, but it feels like to me either 49ers money line outright or lay the points with the with the uh, with the Rams. They, but we, well, you talk about a great spot though for the Niners. Like I mean, once they won, like you, you knew that they were either going to get like dead offensive line team walking in the in the Bucks or basically a 50-50 crowd at worst uh, at SoFi and be able to stay out west. So. 
Yeah, I'll, I will, I'll, I'll probably wait and maybe not play the game. Maybe I'll play a little Rams money line. Maybe what actually we'll do is I'll uh, head over to Circa tomorrow and uh, play a little Rams with those eight, with those golfers in, in some parlays. <laughs> in that, I, I mean, the, the Bengals aren't going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, that, that way I'm, I'm insured to have action come uh, first week of April. Yeah, Sounds like go. a perfect plan. Uh, the, Today, the other day, though, the, was that? Well, go ahead. No, I was going to say the, the other game. I don't know how you guys feel about that one either, but doesn't it remind you a little bit of what was it? Was 2018 or 2019? I forget. I think it might have been 19, uh, the year that the um, the Titans wound up beating the Patriots um, in, in that wild card game, and then it went to. Uh, and pulled the upset over Baltimore in the division around the number one seed. And then they went to Kansas city and got the doors blown off. It kind of feel a little bit like that. Maybe this week with the Bengals winning the first game against the Rams with the, the Raiders with the goal line stand last week, somehow beating the number one seed on the road, despite allowing uh, 11 sacks. And, and, and now you're going to Kansas city. I, I have a, they, they, this kind of feels like it might, might get away from the, uh, the the Bengals come second half. Yeah, I think they can run a little better. Mixon should have a better day, but like uh, I don't think you have a, a big uh, advantage in the passing game. You, especially if you're if you're gonna let the pass rush do what they did last week. Like if you're gonna let a pass rush hit a guy that many times, you don't win that game very often. So if that doesn't improve greatly, and also just what the Titans did on offense, I really what the Chiefs have looked like the last couple of weeks. I don't think you can expect that kind of output from the Chiefs offense. So it's, I mean, you're going to have to get into a track meet game and have fun with that. That's where, that's where the Chiefs live. So yeah, it seems I'm like whoever has the ball last wins that game kind of thing. Maybe if it, it's, it's just at the end of that. I know the Bengals it's Burrow keeps getting hit over and over again, but if they can figure out some protection things to kind of help him out a little bit, it's still him and those three wide receivers. I mean, and they just keep throwing the ball, even when they have a lead. That's my favorite part of the Bengals. Even when they're up, they just keep throwing. So I wonder if it ends up being a low-scoring game because everybody that keeps talking about right. it seems to be like there's going to be a ton of points. I keep trying to figure out how this game's going to be boring after all the talk all week of how it's going to be a shootout. I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to wait. and It's already bet up to, what, 54 and a half, I think. Yeah. I'm going to wait. You're probably going to get a 55 come uh, come games. I'll, try, I'll probably wait. And, and exactly, Alex. I'll probably wait, and I'll, I'll – uh, Again, that's one of those like swallow, hold your nose. Like uh, you're betting, in, you're betting an under involving the Chiefs and Joe Burrow. I mean, uh, good, good, good luck with that. But it, it, I agree. Maybe even Chiefs team total under could be a way to go if that offensive line continues to struggle uh, the way the way it has. Or bet your Bengals on team total under, not yeah. not Chiefs. I don't. I know. I was looking for angles for that last week. I'm like, God, does this game just end up being a little bit of a struggle? And then halfway through the third quarter, like, oh, I missed out. And then obviously in the fourth quarter, I'm like, well, I'm glad I didn't bet that under because this would have been this would have been a, an electric way to watch that just completely melt away as they, they hit like 70 points. But uh, I'm with you there. I think when the total keeps ticking up, that might be an underlook. I, I just don't see the Bengals playing up to the level they've been, although the, the poise from Joe Burrow is really, really something for somebody of his age. Um, today, before we let you lo- lo- go, it looks like Dan has a graphic I'm staring at here. Something we've bet with little success. I'm wondering how you've done with it. <laughs> I got my live over yesterday. 
Yeah, we. I, I did. I did know Dan actually hit a. Um, Dan hit first goal scorer live um, after like the second red card, I think. Dan the ended up hitting uh, uh, Mane Mane? for first Mane, goal yeah. scorer. Yeah, I yeah, would, he, I, he I, hit that. He had some free bets and he put that on him. Yeah, I I played on. I I bought it up to two and a half, and or actually I got it. I got it at two. I got it at two. Played under two at the start of the game. And then at halftime, down uh, with uh, I apologize. The uh, we we have a vacuum situation out there in the hallway right now, so I apologize for uh, if, if you're hearing that. And then uh, they were there. I played under one and a half uh, live as, as well. I got a little greedy, but um, and then and then it just goes to show you how hard it is to score goals in this event. Because even even two men down, uh, two nil was the final, and I mean it, in the end it didn't didn't work out too poor too poorly but uh yeah i'm, I'm gonna play the under in the uh the second game that molly ekakorial guinea game uh guinea has scored one goal or each each of their three games of attorney so far have produced a total of one goal and i i can see this being another one that neither team really wants to make uh a, a mistake and and allow that that decisive crucial goal which could knock your nation out of the tourney so i'm going to play on it's one and a half is the actual total you can buy it up to two and a half i think it was like minus three dollars if you want to if it takes three to beat me here i'm willing to i'm willing to lay a little bit more on the line and beat me at three so uh i took some of one and a half and i took even more at two and a half and then uh maybe if, it, if things get crazy we'll we'll be hitting uh hitting the button for for a good amount in that second half I like it. Unders have done well here, right? Do they continue to do well? I know that it kind of balanced out a little bit, but yeah, yeah it, did. It, started, it started out ridiculously well, and then those third group stage games got a little ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but the knockout round games have been a little bit, a little bit different. You've had some quick whistles. The the, the biggest thing to worry about, like, like you said, is uh, there have been a ton of red cards yeah. uh, in, in the knockout round, and, and and anytime you get that, you got a team play eleven on nine. Uh, that that's a, a really bad situation that's what you had yesterday you had the uh, stoppage time goal in the third minute with 11 on nine teams just exhausted so but uh, that, that, that's basically that, that, that's the only way these games are even going to come close to going over is if you have uh, teams down down a man just exhausted and you're allowing goals late so that's basically the handicap yeah and like even even up I mean they were they were up a man a long part of the match and they're up two men for like the last 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, it was 11 on nine for a good chunk. And it's still like, if that's an EPL match. Like that's four or five, nothing, you know, it's like, they're, they're just going to pepper them in. So it, it, it's wild how hard it is to score. And I'm just looking Ivory coast, Egypt right now, tied at halftime, nil, nil. So hopefully we get a nil, nil and you can, uh, you can get yourself some profits. What is it? Molly and equatorial Guinea. Of course, why not, right? Learning a lot about African geography this week is what we've been doing. <laughs> Good for you. See, betting is educational. I it think is. so. Well, enjoy your flight. Hopefully, I I'm not sure when you if you have to leave while this is still on. No, no, no. Yeah, my flight's not till five o'clock Eastern, but it's like I got some, I got some time to to finish packing and break down the early part of the Gulfstream card and print my print my form and, and get ready to go so no 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 urgent rush but uh a well I, I don't want i just there was no need for me to book the the super early flight today being that um the the tournament isn't until friday and tomorrow there's kind of like a 
a pre-tourney some. I'm going to play in that. So, uh, yeah, the, 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 the tournaments don't really go until tomorrow. So there's really no need for me to be out there until sure. later tonight. So. All right. Well, best of luck with everything, especially that, uh, the horse handicapping this weekend. Thank Hopefully you. you do well and uh, enjoy your travels and appreciate you coming on again today. I will. I will. Hopefully we'll have to have a good story for you for you next week. I'm sure we will. Either either will be a a crushing bad beat, uh, nosed out at the wire, <laughs> like seven hundred thousand dollars, or uh, or um, I'll be I'll be maybe in a better mood. We'll see. There we go. So, Chris Felica, thanks a lot. We'll catch you next week. I love it. Those are great. I'd love to see. Just, uh, the I'm still thinking about those golf tickets. Right. Oh, we didn't. Did you bet any basketball? I'd, so just spoiler alert, Alex didn't bet any tennis. We kind of touched on tennis a little. I'm excited for all these semifinals. There's good matchups. It's fun. Um, cheering hard your, for Iga. Yeah, what's your – well, cheer if she for makes Iga. The, if, she, if she makes the final, then I'm – I think right now I'm going to be about break even if she loses this match from an outright perspective. If she makes the final, definitely a positive, and then I'll, I'll see what I can do there. You know, at the end of the day, it, it'd be really great if Madison Keys won. So, um, you know, go yeah. Maddie Keys instead of playing her. That's kind of what I'm cheering for, honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say you're you're kind of already betting her because it would be greatly beneficial for her to win. Um, if you follow, I do have an old sports. DRC ticket too. Oh yeah. Well, either way, then in that match, whatever happens, <laughs> happens. Okay, sarah sarah. Um, if you follow me on BetSports, I put in a couple plays for college hoops. I am not done today. I had meetings this morning. I didn't get a chance to get through the whole card. I have a lot of stuff that I'm still digging into, doing some diligence on a few plays before I pet them. Two Eastern, I'd say. I have meetings after this. I have a couple other things too. So I'm not going to be able to do it right after this. But for now, I have these three. These were ones that popped out. These are going in. Charlotte over 132.5. Presbyterian under 132.5. And the Davidson... Bobcats? That sounds right. Minus three and a half. Dan pointed out that I um, bet on a ranked team today. I don't often bet on ranked teams. Who's ranked? <laughs> Davidson, apparently. Good for, Good them. for them. I don't I don't look at the rankings. I don't know. First I just, time since a Curry, probably. Yeah, I think they should be favored by six. And in fact, they were earlier. Wildcats. There we go. They were favored. It's come in a little VCU money came in, and I think I'm buying at the bottom here. What about you tonight? I know there's a bunch of NBA, and I know you're involved already. Spoiler. It's it's a bunch of NBA. I've got three picks here. Again, just as really sloppy slate. Again, go back through. If you're someone that has a model and you have a schedule in for the beginning of the year, there's three games that are different. One game's gone. Two games have changed. Make sure you go back and take a look and, and make sure you kind of update all that stuff again. It's been a little wonky, but, you know, just double check and make sure. A lot of basketball tonight. We'll take the over 211 here in the Clippers Magic game. This one's already starting to tick up. I'm seeing some 213s, 213 and a half. I'm drawing the line at 212, so hopefully it ticks back down. But I think we'll see just kind of a higher-paced game here. The Clippers have been putting up more points, um, you know, even without Paul George. The Magic sort of continue to get better. They're starting to gel a little bit. The Wagners and those team, that team's kind of 
starting to find a, an identity a little bit. Again, it's just a game that I have at 215, almost 216 in, in my model. So we'll draw the line there at 212. The Denver Nuggets, minus 120. Yes, I know they played last night, but they're going up against a Brooklyn Nets team who is home. That means no Kyrie Irving. We have no Kevin Durant for, for the next couple of weeks, again, with an injury there. They also played last night. I, I just think this is a great spot for Jokic and a Nuggets team that quietly continues to chug along. No Michael Porter Jr., no Jamal Murray. It doesn't matter. Jokic and friends continue to sort of win these games. I have them like three-point favorites or so. So anything minus 125 or better, minus one, minus 110 kind of thing, look around. It's all different. When you get to that kind of pick them in the NBA, it's goofy. So look for a minus one, minus 110, or like a money line minus 125 or better, something like that. And then Mavericks Blazers under 216. The Mavericks continue to play at a, just an incredibly slow plotting pace. Um, the Trailblazers, again, still seem to be getting kind of a bump up in the market from their performances over the last couple of weeks, um, or I'm sorry, the last week or so. I don't necessarily believe that that's kind of indicative of how they're going to play the rest of the way. This should be just a slow, tough, ugly game. The Blazers have been bad at home. They've been bad as underdogs at home. Thought about maybe taking a Blazers team total under here, but the Mavericks, even when they win, it's, you know, they're, they're getting these games under 200 here. So anything 214 or Higher is an under um, 216 right now. So three plays for the adults. The grown-ups. And with that, we'll call it. It's been a, it was a good long one. We got into some, some weird conversations with the bear. Arguably there. a top five moment with Felika pulling yeah. the tickets out. I don't pulling know. Pulling tickets out of the that. drawer cracked me up so bad. And then uh user pick from the chat, Seth Livingston. Seth Livingston says Chris Paul double double oh. minus one fourteen. Ooh, well, I, I like the prop. It's approved. Hit, hit the thumbs up if you're like me and like to bet props. Or just hit the thumbs up for any other reason. And we'll catch you tomorrow. <laughs>